All right, everybody, and welcome back to Acts of Pod um, on lead vocals, Dream Maker, Heartbreaker, Oath Taker, Earthquaker, Gina, and on bass, as always, keeping the rhythm, yep. setting the tempo. We have Anne. Hi. Anne, how are you doing? Hey, hey, I'm, uh, I'm turning the curve, you know? I'm turning the curve is what's happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Glad end's in sight. No, that was, I was, I'm kidding. That's my parody of Donald Trump saying we're turning the curve. Oh, 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 oh. gotcha. I didn't do it in his voice. <laughs> How would you know it's in my head? Um, <laughs> no, but actually I'm, I'm all right. You know, <laughs> the new normal. Mm. Mm. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. Glad to hear it. Um, okay. On keyboards and it, it looks like saxophone today. <laughs> Wow, that's great. Correct. Appreciate it. Okay. Well, I didn't know it was going to be that. I mean, we had talked about doing a a jazz exploration. (laughs) I didn't know you had taken it that seriously, but I appreciate it. Um, Cezanne, how are you doing? Um, I'm all right. You know, this this topic is a little fraught for me. Um, So I, uh, you know that, like, I guess there's not a German word for it, but you know, just not knowing whether you're going to laugh or cry, but like, sure. just like that always. <laughs> right. Well, like all the know. time. <laughs> well, I can, I think we can be honest with the listeners. Um, you know, we haven't been doing great <laughs> the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. has been sending sad <laughs> animal videos. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. I sent an example of penguin derangement, <laughs> which is when penguins, for reasons we don't know, separate from the pack and walk to the mountains to certain death. They're done. They're finished. They're just They're done. done. They've had enough. They've had it. So today's topic is something that I think we can all relate to, which how the pandemic has disproportionately affected women both in the workplace and in the domestic sphere. I mean, and I mean, the data supports that. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's, I guess it's pretty sad all around. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, uh, I don't know where, where can we start? Where do you want to start? Uh, let's start at the beginning. A very good place to start. <laughs> um, when men realized that they had some sort of role in reproduction and they stopped. <laughs> you, <laughs> you're not kidding. Do you, do you want to you start with hunters and yeah, gatherers? Yeah, yeah. Ta- okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. The very beginning, right? Isn't that when it happened? Patriarchy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, or do you want to start at the beginning of the pandemic itself or <laughs> sure or the beginning of recorded history or yeah or yeah okay so i guess we can start so from the beginning of the pandemic um i guess we can start when we were 
when people began to lo- to lose their jobs because we were quarantined. Right. Yeah. And it was pared down to just essential workers. Now, normally men make up the majority of the workforce, mm-hmm. but in the pandemic, the essential workers were made up with the majority of women because healthcare is dominated by women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am no, I- yeah, no, you're, yeah, you're, you're good. I, that's, I, I totally know what you're talking about. The, um, how, yeah. Like by April, one in three jobs held by women was designated essential, quote, you know? Um, Yes. So in March, the Department of Homeland Security released a memo identifying essential critical infrastructure workers an an advisory guide for state and federal officials. It listed scores of jobs suggesting they were too vital to be halted even as cities and whole states were on lockdown. A majority of those jobs are held by women. And a lot of those jobs, too, um, are uh, barely minimum wage jobs, which is sad because, of course, you would think that jobs that are considered essential jobs, like home health care workers, like grocery store jobs, if they were considered essential, you would think that the pay would be, you know, equivalent to a job that somebody would consider Right. If somebody, if they, they would assume that you would take that kind of risk. Like it was, it was talking about, um, people or women being primarily in jobs that are driven by incentives other than just purely economic, um, are traditionally undervalued because you're not making something that can be traded or sold or it's not that sort of, you know, uh, capitalist ideal i guess that right that there's this assumption or you know it's just this understanding through culture and through the wages that this isn't really a critical job it's you know you're yes you're oh you're being a mom outside of your house too that's great and we don't pay you in your house so why would we pay you about much outside of it you know yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we're talking about people who are, like, um, uh, work in hospitals as, um, why can't I think of the term, certified nurse techs mm-hmm. or, like, um, LVNs and people who work in um, skilled nursing facilities and, like, we're saying home health mm-hmm. um, teachers yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I, um, one of my friends is, they work in a school district in Michigan and they've like partially opened up the school, but they're like rotating teachers in and out. And she's a single mother. She's head of household mm-hmm. and she has like similar problems, but she hasn't been able to get her like a sinus surgery, but she's like constantly sick. Yeah. And so she, like, in no way should be anywhere near, like, like <laughs> grubby little sickly kids all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, like, the last place she should be. Yeah. And um, I just, to me, I think I, wh- that putting all of, all of these, again, mostly women, 
that again could be the only, you know, the sole earner in their house and asking them to take on that kind of risk. Yeah. You know, it just seems so cruel. Yeah. And again, like they're mothers themselves. So who's teaching their kids and looking after their kids when we know like like the again, childcare is another like female dominated profession. Right. And it's incredibly, exorbitantly expensive. Yeah. Article after article. So, oh no, no! Uh, please article go after article, I read, like the re- like the the researchers that they were drawing from the papers and that kind of thing. It was all went back to childcare being the this huge barrier to women in the workforce. The pandemic has, like, it exploded that like you know i mean it's it's made it so like right on the forefront like you can't it's what am i trying to say it's just um it's like you're it's it's it it's clarified an issue and or i mean like people can't just skirt around it and be like well you know blah blah like Women, uh, sure, you we we need health care. I mean, child care, but at the same time, like, isn't it ideal to just be at home uh, when you're the the mom and right? Yeah, yeah. Well, well but it's women are in a position right now where they don't have a choice, right? right? So when you have when you have things set up the way they are, where women um, just still culturally naturally are the ones who have to take off, you know, have to take off work when the baby is born, have to be the one who, you know, feeds a child, whatever, like those are sort of the biological factors at play. But then there's the cultural factors of, you know, we don't pay women as much, even when they have the same job, when even when they have the same duties, women, fields dominated by women are always going to be paid less than fields dominated by men. So women are more likely to not be the major breadwinner. So when the choice comes to, okay, who's going to be the one who stays home with the, you know, the little chaos infection vectors that you can't take anywhere because they're just, it's too dangerous mm. for them and for every, yeah. everybody who comes into contact with them, then it's just, that's what happens. Women get women are the ones who end up having to stay home. Women are the ones who end up having to make that that choice to retire early or to. And when you think about that too, like think about not just caretaking at the beginning of life, right? But also at the end, women are taking care of their elderly parents. Yeah, you know, at a much higher rate than men are, and so. What are you going to do when you're when you know that your you know eighty year old parents have to have somebody to look after them and do you just keep going to your job where you're putting yourself at risk for exposing them? Right. So the person who is more just vastly more likely than anybody else to make that sort of sacrifice is going to be the woman. Oh, absolutely. Um... Yeah, women are four times more likely to drop out of the workforce than men for the reasons that you just cited. I mean, four times more likely. I mean, the pressure is definitely on them to do so. Well, I mean, that's, and, just, like, I, that's my own lived experience. Like when, you know, I have kids who are on the uh, higher end of the needy spectrum who need to like 
I need to be there for them after school. And like, you know, I was always going to be the one who was going to make less money. It, the calculus just didn't work out. And I think if that's how we were then, then I mean, the number of people who are doing it now, like the calculus has shifted so much to make it so that for so many more people, this doesn't, it doesn't make sense for them to work or it doesn't make them make sense for them to continue to risk, put their families and others at risk to go to a job that's, you know, paying them less. Right. Which, I mean, it sucks a lot. Well, and the other thing, the other thing is that, you know, it's not always feasible for like either partner yeah to take off work and i saved this um <laughs> knowing that it would probably come in handy but even before this topic came to light but um if the minimum wage had increased at the rate of productivity since 1960 it would be $22.50 instead of yeah. $7.25 that $15.25 per hour that's disappeared or taken from pockets of low-income workers for 60 years. Yeah. So, you know, like, there's... <laughs> look, there's a reason you can't afford to live on one salary. Yeah, I know. I was going to say about that minimum wage, and I think what's important is it's like, what, two-thirds of women are in minimum wage jobs, so you right. kind of wonder, like, well, maybe that's why it hasn't gone up as much as it should have. What again, right? Is it two thirds of women are, like, is it minimum wage jobs are held by? Oh, <laughs> well, let me. Uh, like, what is this? Let let let's go. Let's go to the source. Uh, like of near, all okay, minimum of wage all jobs, minimum two wage thirds workers, of them are held yes, by yes, of all, of minimum wage workers in the U.S., two thirds are women. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is that you know, like, twenty one percent of children are in single family homes, and of those homes, eighty percent of them are female. Yeah. So, you know, so like, if you can imagine the stress that puts on you know, somebody who is doing all of the domestic labor and having to, like, make sure their kids are, like, he like keeping up with their education if they're not in school mm -hmm. at the moment. No. I mean, the pressure must be completely overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. Can't imagine. Uh, yeah. I, I don't even know. Like, I can barely... I'm barely keeping things together with virtual schooling and I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> so I can't imagine like, I, I mean, yeah, having to figure out childcare, having to figure out, oh, is your kid going to be in a pod? Oh, what, what kind of phase in like schooling is going to happen now? Is this the week that they go back to school? Like, oh, what happens when school shuts down inevitably, which is going to happen, you know, when somebody when there's a COVID case in their classroom or, you know, I mean, what's going to happen then? Then women are going to have to do that kind of date, like childcare shuffle again. And yeah, you're yeah. And, and in a lot of cases for, to get childcare, women are already just paying 
just their paycheck is just going to the childcare expense. Right. That's exactly right. You know? Right. Oh, God. Who? <laughs> but as far as like what we were talking about, just like domestic labor, um, during COVID 19, women and mothers in particular are taking on even heavier loads. Mothers are more than three times as likely as fathers to be responsible for most of the housework and caregiving. Um, In fact, they are 1.5 times more likely than fathers to be spending an extra three or more hours a day on housework and childcare, equivalent to 20 hours a week or half a full-time job. Well, and what's what's Um, interesting about that statistic is that you know, it talks about housework and childcare is you're often, you're doing that at the same time. You're, you're transferring laundry, answering the question, Hey, hang on. We'll, we're going to finish um, your homework in just a second. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like all these like maintenance that you're also doing with the, it's not, you don't even have the luxury of, of, of having, you know, being able to clean the toilet by yourself. Oh, right. A start to finish task. Yeah. Like, like you, you can't <laughs> even be that? like, well, now I get to clean the bathroom without any interruption. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. But like, can, but can I ask y'all something like with on, like, honestly? Mm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when you love what you're doing, does it feel like work? <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, right. cleaning little poo-poo right. bits off the toilet. I'm just thankful for this labor that I've been gifted with. (laughs) Don't you? (laughs) Oh, but I feel like you're going to like this one the most. Uh Guys. Um, More than 70% of fathers (laughs) think they are splitting household labor. Right. Equally. With their partner during COVID nineteen, bless their so they 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 believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think you'll be surprised to learn that their partners did not feel that that was true. Right, right. I didn't think that. No, no, that's that can't be true. That can't be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they believed. It's a bit of a perception problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Perception is reality. I don't even know how you even begin to make a dent in that. Because even like men that, you know, are feminists and things, they still are having trouble getting it. So. Yeah. How do you. No, even. Yeah. yeah. Even men who really think that they. Even men who really want, like earnestly want to be equal partners, Mm -hmm. I think, have a really hard time actualizing that intention (laughs) just based on the fact that they don't even know how much they're not doing right like you remember maybe i don't know if either one of you saw this but it was making the rounds uh you know a few years ago even but it pops it's like it pops up every now and then it's this french um cartoon or this french comic and it's like uh talking about mental load I think it's called You Should Have Asked or something, and it's basically just goes through, like, you know, the the male partner is saying, well, you know, she, the f- woman is exhausted, and the male partner is like, well, you, if, if you had just asked, you know. Right. And it just goes through all of the, like, things that 
you know, she's just naturally kind of done like filling the ho- filling the gaps and right, you know, doing what needs to be done. And then anyway, it's about mental load and emotional labor, basically. Yeah, it's, it's spot on, which is why it keeps popping up every now and then. So. It's like remembering, like remembering your mother's birthday, and like all this. Right. I was just like, like knowing what size underwear, you know, yeah. your oh, kids God. wear. Like mm. knowing what their t- their teachers' emails, you know, knowing when registration has to happen, knowing like how yeah. many vaccinations they need. Oh like, God! Knowing I mean, their best friend's allergic to peanuts. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like what? What do we? When is the birthday party? Thank God. Hey, that is some silver lining. I haven't had to go to a child's <laughs> birthday party. Yeah. In a right. really long time. Yeah. Knowing this book gives them nightmares. Yeah. Knowing this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, but I do. Yeah. And I think, like, I think, like. There's just a, uh, just exhaustion. Exha- like there's an, an exhaustion and a depression that is like really sinking in. Because even, you know, like for me, I I think it's hitting me later than a lot of other people because, you know, I've had, I've had to isolate myself for a long time, you know, cause I have right. an autoimmune disease. And so I'm, I've been accustomed to this, like, you know, when people, like it was hitting people a lot sooner, not seeing people and everything else. But like, now I'm just like, now I'm like, fuck this man. Yeah. Like for real. Yeah. Like for real. I miss everybody. Yeah. Oh, no. like, I, miss, <laughs> I miss my friends. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm really tired of it. Yeah. And I, I'm i really tired of the lunatics that aren't wearing their mask. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And I want, I want to see my family, you know? Yeah. I want to go to Thanksgiving. I want to eat, like, meatballs with my aunts. I know. Like, have a good time. And that's not going to happen. No. And, like, it's getting to me. Like, just now. <laughs> like, just yeah. right now. Well, it comes in waves, too. It's like, you get to yeah. the point where you, like, just cannot stand it anymore. I haven't been, like, I haven't, there hasn't been a day where I haven't spent, like, every waking moment with my children. So, you know, for, like, so, 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 so long. And it's just, like, it's constant. And, like, Anne was saying, you know, it's not like you ever get to do a task from the beginning to the end. Oh, this is the time I'm going to do this. And this like, is when I do my housework. Interrupted. When I do, I do yeah. housework for an hour, and then I do the child. No, it's all at the right. same time. All at the same yeah, time. Yeah, and it's all disjointed, and there is no continuity, and there is no sense of accomplishment because everything just starts over again the next day. And it's just, like, it's just mind-numbing and it's so depressing and then all the things that you're supposed to be able to look forward to can't happen (laughs) i watched um i was watching um what was it it was this cure anniversary concert and it was like this giant i can't remember the venue but it was beautiful and like it was like right as the sun was kind of starting to set and the light was amazing and you just see the sea of people and i just like (gasps) instantly like started weeping because i was like i I did the same i can't listen to music anymore like it makes me cry every time doesn't matter what it is i was listening to the 
fucking Mulan song. <laughs> Just like, you know, Christina Aguilera. Have you heard it? Like the new one? No. <laughs> the live action yeah, Mulan. I was just like crying in the car to driving my kid from OT. I'm just like, <laughs> it's all too no, much. Cezanne, no, I was, I was in the bathtub and I had my Spotify playlist, which AKA is just the songs I listened to when I was 19 years old. Yeah. Like yeah. the same music. I haven't, haven't learned any other notes. I don't need to know any other songs. I, 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 we have a pretty good uh, collection of cool stuff. I don't need it. Yeah, it's just like, I don't really need new friends either. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. No new friends, no new music. And I was like in the bathtub and more than this came on. Mm. music, more than See, this. just thinking about it makes me want to cry. Cezanne, <laughs> when I tell you I sounded like a wounded dog. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm too much about singing like you know when you have kids like you, know, you sing and stuff like <laughs> I mean my kids are like older now so I don't like sing to them frequently but like if I mean you know sometimes we'll like have a dance party and see a song or something and I can't, I can't do it I just can't I can't sing I can't listen to music I can't watch other people enjoying things <laughs> no uh uh-uh. it's just too uh-huh. much it's too much it's too. Yeah. I'm so mad too, though. I'm also tired of being mad. Like I'm uh, tired of not being able to think about my family, certain parts of my family, without being angry. I'm tired of like thinking about the like the damaged relationships and where we have like how how long it's going to be before this part of life is over. <laughs> you know what? Here's the other thing we haven't talked about: the fucking emotional labor women have yeah. had. Yeah. to handle yeah because you know there's a lot of heavy lifting we've had to do during the old coronavirus as well yeah you know because everybody's freaking out about it and so you know there's been a lot of hush hush there darling it's all gonna be all right right yeah when we how would we know <laughs> yeah holding it together for your kids because and lots and lots and lots of kids are suffering like and I was talking, I was talking to another mom the other day and she was talking, like, she was talking about how at least four of the girls of her daughter, like her daughter and at least four of her peers have developed eating disorders <gasps> Ooh, recently. God. And because like, well, and the way she was describing it about her kid was like, it's just like looking at yourself on the zoom the whole time. Oh, like, God. Just like kind of like, ref- like, Oh, just a- amplify. Imagine being 13, right? Oh um, my just, God. Like, watching yourself on a zoom Ugh. and teachers are like, you need to have your camera on and whatever. That's an expectation, whatever. So you're watching and, like, yourself in class for, it's, yeah. And you're, yeah. And you're 13. And oh, you don't realize God. that's what every other kid is doing too. You think that they're like, like they're, scrutinizing your face close up, right? right and no, it's just like this feedback loop. Yeah. This like, yeah, but it's like this feedback loop of, you know, just Ew. insecurity. Yeah, insecurity and leading to dysmorphia. And it's like, wow. <sighs> oh, yeah. And the other thing too is like we were talking about emotional labor with, you know, and just kids in general, but. It, you always think of. <laughs> did you ever see Places in the Heart with Sally uh-huh. Field? John Malkovich. Yep. Or not. 
<laughs> but I just always think of like, you know, when you're like, when there's like, a tornado coming and then you're like hurrying the kids to the basement or any, yeah. any movie where like, and there's, you know, the mom is always like, like at the door or like at the, and they're like, it's okay. It's fine. Right. You know, and you're at the door. Uh-huh. But like in your head, you're like, I have absolutely no idea. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's a tornado. It could like rip the doors off. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, you never think about the fact that, you know, you're trying everything you can to keep everybody calm around you. And like, but you're like standing at the door just hoping it's going to be okay. Right. And like that, like that takes a lot of energy to be that vigilant all the time, you know, and, you know, to, to just be that kind of like to put on that brave face all the time and like try to keep it together. And there's like just never a moment for you to be in the corner in front of your kids being like, Motherfucker! <laughs> like, <Yeah>. this, <laughs> this sounds terrible. Yeah. It's headed straight for us. Oh my god! Like, we're gonna die! <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you crybabies! Like, <laughs> oh really? Are you scared? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm scared too. It's a tornado. <laughs> you ruined my life. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, didn't you see Wizard of Oz? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't gonna end well. Things are about to get weird. <laughs> get your hands off of me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, and oh two, okay, the flip side of that is if you can't keep your shit together, like, yeah, exactly. everything falls the fuck apart. <laughs> right. Like... If you can't do it, then you're going to pay for it for, I don't know, at least three days. Because, you know, if you need a little me time, you need to disappear for a while. Everything's going to go to shit while you're gone. You know it is. You're just making more work for yourself. Plus the guilt. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Can I tell you about (laughs) easily the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life? There was this 10-year-old boy in Louisiana who stole a school bus but he could he could barely reach the pedals so he was standing up with his middle finger in the air just just doing donuts and it took him 30 minutes to catch him oh my god who is this child (laughs) an absolute legend legend, exactly (laughs) oh my god I want to know him. Uh, First name ever, last name greatest. (laughs) (laughs) Or wait, vice versa. I don't know. But like, I'm just saying, it's like you you take a little nap or like some me time. Next thing you know, your kids (laughs) got a school bus with his finger out the air. Like, no. uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. It's like there's just nowhere to go. That's the thing. Because even if you did, I mean, I'm the the same way. It's like you just can't. You can't be like, oh man, I'm just gonna take a break from my disease for like a week. <laughs> right. Like, I'm totally done with it, and I'll just like not take my medicine. And then you know you end up in the hospital. Like what happened? And, like they're cutting your feet off. <laughs> and you're like, oh no. <laughs> 
Did I do that? Oh, God. That's that's the thing. It's like, you know, I could... It's the never-endingness. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... But it's really putting the squeeze... Because, again, and the other problem is that I, I think you probably read this too, Anne, is that, you know, what they've been trying to do in corporate America is, like, build up the pipeline right. for women. Yeah. yeah, I saw the I saw the infographic. I was like, that's a that's quite a pipeline of depression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think there's, like, only, like, 36% of women in leadership roles. Yeah. So they blame it on the yeah, it's like, wink. Yeah, all the, uh, like, it's, like, equal workforce, entry level, and then it just goes, like, yeah. and by 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 the end of it it's like you know uh less than 20 percent of women are in some leadership capacity women of color three percent like <laughs> like there's wow. there ain't no room it's there's no room for you get away you bitch just kidding <laughs> <laughs> but it said um i read yeah they had done like a there was like a link to um gosh i really should have written down the study i just ripped the quote from it but it said not surprisingly senior level women are significantly more likely than men at the same level to feel under pressure to work more and as though they have to be always on, right. and they are 1.5 times more likely than senior level men to think about downshifting their careers or leaving the workforce because of COVID-19. Right. Almost three in four cite burnout as the reason. Right. And they also said that a lot of women who are in caretaker roles, either for their parents or their children, feel that they get like negative attention for that at work yeah. because like yeah. they have to leave to pick their kids up from work or like and there's like re- there, i was reading research like studies about that there was oh, i read a study where they sent out resume like fake resumes and on the only thing that was different was that it was listed um uh, involvement in parent teacher like the pta and the pta resumes nope Oh did my not gosh. get that was like the only difference it, because it's like well oh you're a mom oh, you're gonna you're have mom and you're involved in your and you're gonna your... be just trying to work and uh come on you stupid bitch wow <laughs> 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 but i mean that's really what it they're being like <sighs> what what <sighs> I don't know if, if this you cut this out, but like the segue I went to for some of this was um like what going on in the current elections right now of of how how it's politicized. Like, how can you be a mom and also be a oh I don't know Supreme Court justice or right. vice presidential candidate? And it's like. Those same pressures are are totally asked of the women in these huge political roles. Did y'all see yeah. what Ted Cruz asked uh, Amy? What's her um, 
Barrett, Barrett. Did y'all see his questions for her? No. Amy, Amy James Coney Island. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his hard hitting questions were about um, how long have you played the piano? Like, when oh, did you God. take lessons? How do you manage like, with seven kids? Those were the questions. Drop that skincare routine. The what? Drop that skincare routine. <laughs> how many times do you brush your hair at night? Like, I mean, like, the, I, can you imagine him asking Brett Kavanaugh, uh, um, when did you learn how to play the piano? And uh, that's so cute. Like, you and your hobbies. Do you play the piano? <laughs> yeah. What's boofing? <laughs> I decided to practice radical self-care and not watch a second of any of that. Oh, I didn't either. I just couldn't do it well and it was basically uh-huh. it was shut down it was like i won't be answering any questions because it doesn't matter i'm going right. to be appointed that was the yeah. takeaway i got right yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> can't can't take it i can't tolerate that on top of everything else no thank you <laughs> I'm going to go a little further and tell you I didn't read any of the articles you sent me about this because I also (laughs) could not take it. Um, (laughs) I was like, oh, you mean what life is like? Yeah. Like, you know, for... uh, It's frustrating. And that's putting it in uh, light terms. I'm just... I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I'm just so mad. And I'm tired of being mad because I'm, like, not... I'm not an angry person at heart. But (laughs) I Would you say... Would you say, Cezanne, that the that the film was a saddening bore? Yes. Exactly. Or you lived it ten times or more? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> no, I. That's a thing. I. It's like I. I was saying that it's like. I was so mad, sad that it's hard to talk about. Because it's um. If because it hits home. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Like I'm, I'm. He's lost that. I don't have children, but you know, I. Yeah. I have you know, caretaking in my life. No, but I, I think the the tie-in being that, it, the, the the way that the virus has disproportionately affected women is that they. No one is shy asking women in predominantly female um, yeah. dominated professions to yeah. make sacrifices to their health. Right. And the other thing that we haven't touched on is that um, it also t- disproportionately affects black women oh. and mothers. Um, Which, I mean, every everything does, right? Like this right. is, like we were saying, like ev- this is just amplifying all of the cracks in society. It's just pointing out all of the you know inequities and if we do have an opportunity with a more uh, understanding government we what we really need to address are um obviously health care child care um entrenched racism the country has been so traditional in the persistence of the idea that women don't did not belong in the workforce, but the idea that 
poor women, especially black women, should work has persisted. And I think that's like a really that that captures it all. It's like there's yeah. the people aren't talking about like oh the pressures of, you know, the black mother. Like that's not on yeah. the forefront of right. of well, Tuck, Tucker Carlson talks about it a lot, but, uh, you know, he's <laughs> like he the cares. only one. He's the only <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah. I, so it says black women are more than twice as likely as women overall to say that the death of a loved one has been one of the biggest challenges during COVID-19. And incidents of racial violence across the U.S. are exacting a heavy emotional toll. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, yeah. For yeah. sure. The cracks are widening, for sure. Yeah. That's bad news. So, so I mean, go vote. <laughs> yeah, please, please Do go I vote. Do I voted. Early, I voted. I did early vote. You did? You? Oh, yeah, that's right. You did, too. I did, I yeah, did I haven't yet. You could do it. You could do it. Well, wait. Actually, you, but, you're probably eligible for absentee, honestly. Mail in. Yeah, I'll just go though. I mean, I, I hopefully the it won't be crazy here. I, think, I hope is you can see what the wait times are. There's like you know those trackers. Well, I don't know that they yeah. have them. Well, I don't know they have them in where I am. I my tracker was I decided to drive by the place and I was like, oh yeah, that's line- uh, that's also my tracking <laughs> yeah. device. The line's not bad. I parked and I was out in 20 minutes from start to finish. Yeah. So yeah, I'm okay with so, that. So and Gina, you, you know, we're we're in similar kind of counties. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we shall <laughs> see. Swing for the fences. That's I mean, right. Literally, like the last thing that you want to do is to try to vote on election day. Yeah, like, the, I, I like. I think I'm like gonna go in tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. No, I mean for everybody. Please just don't oh wait yeah yeah sorry day. sorry. Yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, I would not. You, but also, please, everyone, vote early, if that's yeah. an option where you are. Yeah, please try and do that. But, well, you know, guys, if if you're out there, I, you know, <laughs> if you're out like, there, <laughs> if anybody's um, listening, <laughs> I urge I urge you to. Um, what was i saying i urge you i urge you to keep the faith yes it's gonna be all right just put on your helmets turn on the radio cover your head with a mattress come on yeah get in a like a closet or a a bathroom with no windows that's so weird it it sounds like a a train's coming. There's no. You like no trains, train don't you, Georgie? That's not like. No trains anywhere near here. Yeah. It's gonna be fine. It'll be fine. Well, anyway. Um, well, those doors are shaking hard. It's a big train. It's a train. Hold on tight. Our train's gonna take us to heaven. <laughs> choo choo. Train. 
That's Jesus' whistle. <laughs> Gonna take us to heaven. <laughs> Just close your eyes. Close your eyes. <laughs> I think I can make it to heaven. <laughs> Cover your ears. <laughs> and we'll wake up with the angel. <laughs> Well, as always, it has been an absolute pleasure. Um, thanks for, you know, coming, and it's so good to see you guys. So good to see you, too. And if you want to get in touch with us, as always, we're at axopod at gmail, which Ann checks religiously. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we're at axopod at Instagram, axopod on Twitter. Axe of Pod, six feet away from your mother's house mm-hmm. with a mask on. And a finger caught for voting. Mm. That's right. And, I mean, I think that's it. Anything else? Until next time. Until next time, guys. <laughs> Vote. Keep safe. Because if I, I, if I have to do a depressing post-election podcast... Uh, Guys, Mm-mm. guys, just don't do that to us. Don't. Come on. Don't do it. Let's do it. Do Let's do it right. You don't You don't want to see us at the next no. level. No, you don't. All right. Okay. Do us proud. Okay. We love you. Love. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Goodbye now. <laughs> like, so sad. <laughs> Saddest goodbye. The saddest goodbye. Saddest goodbye. Now.